Social Media Serenity, Episode 13. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Eric Fisher. This is, of course, the show where we talk about all things Facebook, Twitter, um, and anything else that we can connect with each other online about. Eric, I'm so glad to have you back this week. We certainly missed you, and uh, I'm glad to hear that your family is feeling a lot better. Yeah, we're doing a lot better. It's it's weird when it passes from one person to the next, but then doesn't totally go away from the previous person, and oh, we're all just tired and sick, including the dog. Oh, so. no. It's the dog, even. Yeah. Goodness. Well, hey, uh, we have plenty of things to talk about today, and of course, I want to jump right in with something that I noticed yesterday, just out of out of nowhere. And it was a it's an article posted on Mashable.com. Did you see where Drew Carey placed the bid for twenty five thousand dollars to buy the Twitter name at Drew? Yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, you know, he's a celebrity. He should get what he wants, right? (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Of course, there's a lot more to this story than just the fact of a celebrity who wants to be wants to have a a customized name. Yeah, I mean, it's it's publicity stunt in some ways. Um, It's it's also, you know, well, I mean, I, I guess it's primarily a publicity stunt for him and the show. The price is right. So do you think so? Uh, well, I think so. I mean, uh, then again, if he's going to really, I mean, if he is really wanting to do, uh, well, I guess he already has a Twitter account, Drew from TV, but yeah. yep. at, at Drew would be even cooler. Well, that's I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I, I, You know, obviously what we've seen here are people jumping on the bandwagon of tw- Twitter. And unfortunately, these folks are, you know, two years late to joining in the game, but, uh, you know, better late than never. And the only thing is, is those names are usually taken. Now, the guy who um, the the guy who is selling this, uh, I think his name is Drew Olinoff or something. I'm, I'm not sure of his uh, first name or last name. But anyway, he was diagnosed with cancer. Have you heard the hashtag blame Drew's cancer? No. This was something that if you matter of fact, if you go on search.twitter.com and just look, do a search for the hashtag, just put in pound blame Drew's cancer, all one word. This is a this is a hashtag that's been going spread throughout the you know social media community. Uh, this this guy's name's Drew. He was diagnosed with cancer. And rather than he's he's one of those guys who rather than just like saying, oh, what was me? He's like, hey, you know, I'm taking what life has dealt me and I'm I'm going to deal with this. We're we're moving forward. And um, basically he, he says, you know, this I, I don't know. But I, I from what the little bit I heard, it's like kind of like saying, you know what? Well, from any, anything that happens now, I'm just going to blame my cancer. And, <laughs> and, and I think he said, you know, the whole reason behind the, the hashtag is. If anything really lousy happens, you know, just just blame my cancer on it. You know, that, why not I do? And so th- it's become quite a little bit of a social movement. And I just realized today that it was, th- you know, this $25,000 bid was the same Drew. I had no idea until today when I learned 
not only had just a few days ago uh, Drew Carey offered to buy the the Twitter ID at Drew for twenty five thousand. Today I woke up this morning and I was looking through my Facebook newsfeed and I saw that Drew Carey has upped the ante to one million dollars. Yeah, and so and and of course it's not one million dollars to buy the domain he's i think the bid still may be at twenty five thousand. i don't know but anyway he's basically said you know hey i i see some value on twitter and i i will donate one million dollars to the Livestrong foundation if i can get one million followers before de- midnight on december 31st 2009 yeah looks like right now drew from tv his account is up to sixty two thousand. So he's got a long way to go. So he's got about forty thousand more people. So yeah. but I'm go you know, just for the sake of it, I've just followed him right now. Gotcha. Wait, you said sixty thousand? He's got that's just no. If he's only got sixty thousand, he's got more than forty thousand to go. How many does he have? Let's see. Because that'd only be a hundred thousand. He he want, he wants a million followers. Oh, okay. I'm reading the wrong story. Okay, let, let me go, let me go there real quick. There's a second. St- you put the second story in. Sorry, yeah. that's all right. Not a problem. Let's see. So he's one tw- million. Twitter.com/slash/drewfromtv. Right. Yes. All right. So let's take a look and see where he is at today. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. He's only at sixty-two thousand one hundred twenty-five followers. So he. I mean, he's going to need every bit of until. Uh, December 31st of this year to get to the million. But I think he yeah. can do it. And of course, I think it's possible. Yeah. And and uh, you know what, um, folks, I, I've i actually reserved this until just now, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you I'm clicking the follow button as we speak. So I just added one more and I would encourage everybody out there just, you know, go ahead and follow Drew Carey on Twitter and let's let, let's contribute to him donating one million dollars to the Live Strong foundation which i i know that he's doing that as a result of um you know the guy drew uh who is selling his twitter id because he was diagnosed with cancer and he had been you know raising money for the live strong foundation i've got a little bit of an audio here i'm not sure i haven't previewed it but i'd like to just play it if that's okay with you eric sure this is a little interview that he did with i think eight uh with uh let me just see real quick i think it's cbs so here we go and hopefully they don't have an advertisement in front of it. Tell people what exactly you're doing. Tell people the, the two things you, you said. Yeah, you said, I said if I said just give me the if I can get the 100,000 followers by November 9th. I don't even know why I picked November 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, because that's when his the, auction was ending. Yes. He said that the at Drew picked it. He said if I get, you know, the highest bidder for my name by November 9th, I'll donate the money. So then I made my 25K uh, offer and then I upped it just to get 100,000 followers. Because the way he acted after I tweeted, tweeted that I'd give him 25,000, it made clear to me that I was in, by far the front runner and nobody was going to catch me with 25,000. Yeah. Like, you know, I guess Drew Brees and Drew Barrymore. And I know. Are all, you going to call up Drew Barrymore? You know, no, get I guess they're people. very happy with their Twitter name and they don't need to get it. <laughs> 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 and they probably donate money. I mean, you know, anyway. But um, uh, so you're so, gonna up it? What's the so 100,000 by November 9th right now? Yeah. Uh, hmm. If I get a million by the end of the year, by January 1st, okay, I'll give a million dollars to Livestrong. No way, really? Yeah. All right. 
You heard it million, here first. A million followers at Drew from TV by, uh, November, by December 31st, midnight, Pacific time, in L.A. So you have, like, midnight in L.A., December 31st, and then I'll donate a million dollars to Livestrong if I get a million followers. There you go. And if I don't get a million followers, I'll prorate it. So if I end up with, like, 500,000 followers, I'll get $500,000. Okay, but I'll the pay a buck a follower. <laughs> <laughs> In for the followers. I don't even care. That's like the stupidest thing. I was so happy with my 12,000. <laughs> there you go. That's great. See, I love that. So you he'll know? give. So so he just got two bucks off of us each following him. That's right. Or Live, Live Strong did, Live, we should say. Yeah, the Live Strong Foundation just made two bucks. And by the way, if you're in the chat room right now and you are follow, if you have just clicked to follow Drew from TV, Please let us know in the chat room right now, and we'll calculate just how much we've we've helped earn for the Livestrong Foundation here in our podcast. So uh, there we go. There's another one. So we've made three dollars, uh, and and that thank you, Angel Steph Gar- Girl, um, Jay Panhorst just did. So we've just made four dollars, uh, and let's see here, Drew from TV. Yep. There we go. There's five, six dollars. Look at this. We are we are helping contribute money to the Livestrong Foundation. We're already at five dollars. There's six dollars, uh, and so it, the numbers just keep going up. And so here's the deal: out there listening to this podcast, we're, matter of fact, we're because of this, because of this, this episode is going into the free feed, and the title of this episode will be "Follow Drew from TV." So, nice. and that, that means the gspn.tv community of listeners, we probably could, if everybody who subscribes to this podcast would follow Drew from TV, we're talking a several thousand dollars that the, that Live Strong Foundation will receive. So there you go. And, and he's a celebrity, so he can afford it. So just go ahead yes. and follow him. Yes. Yes, indeed. And if you have five different email address or Twitter IDs, follow him with all of them. <laughs> nice. All right, so let's move on. What else do we have on social media serenity today? All right. Well, it looks like Facebook and Twitter and Last FM are going to be coming to the Microsoft Xbox Live. Okay. On the Xbox 360. It's going to be ex- expanding its social networking for the uh, the Xbox console there. So when it says so. it's coming to Xbox Live, does that mean integration, or am I going to be able to like browse Facebook on my Xbox Live account? Uh, from what I'm reading, it says it's going to be integrated. Integrated. And so uh, that's what that's the word they use. It, it may have Im- well, they say may have may have uh, photo album browsing on the Facebook.com site and loading time. You know, snappy loading time, full screen images of your photo galleries on your screen, and let's see, you can be Xbox Live friends with them. Which I mean, I don't have an Xbox, so right. this is you know whatever. But at the same time, it's it's moving out into another one of those. Uh, it, well, let's just say this: social media does not have, uh, except for those few lucky people who have like a Mac Mini plugged up to an HD TV, which is my dream machine. Yep. Um, they, the Twitter, Facebook, social media, all those things, they really don't have an outlet onto your living room television just yet. Right. For the most part. 
And uh, this is one of those places where it, it's starting to leak out onto that. So, very cool. I mean, I'm I, looking forward to it. I mean, do you have? A, I think you've mentioned before you have a Wii in your house, don't you? We do have a Wii in the house. I I just recently got one from uh, my friend Rob, who I do WBR show with. Yep. And because uh, he was going to sell it, and I said I'll buy it off you. So, uh, and and I've been playing with that again. And man, I would love to see a Facebook or a Twitter channel on that front page of the Wii. Uh, why has that not happened yet? That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, that that is so. crazy that that's not there, right? And and of course, there is a lot of things missing from the Wii. To be honest with you. Well, yeah, but and we and, could go on forever about that. And for me to connect it with you. I'll I'll be honest with you. You need a step by step instruction guide on just how you and I can play Mario Kart together. And I just oh I know that is just utterly ridiculous. And and it's too much work. Yeah, it's just too much work. So yeah. Anyway, I don't have Xbox Live either, but this is something that you know this could entice me. You know, knowing that it would be easier to connect with my friends. You know, if I'm friends with somebody who's on Facebook and I can use this thing called Facebook Connect. Are you familiar with Facebook Connect? Um, not entirely. I think that's like the open ID kind of a thing that Facebook has, correct? Yeah. So l- let me give you an example. Um, I, for example, Ustream has Facebook Connect. So I had before before they had this, I had the ability. You know, I had my own username and password that I would use to sign in to um to Ustream. But now I had the ability, once they installed Facebook Connect, I could merge my since, – since I'm logged into Facebook and it has this cookie on my, on my system, it, it knows – my browser already knows I'm logged in as myself on Facebook. Even though I'm not on Facebook, it knows that I'm logged in. Gotcha. And so now I'm able to merge my login ID cont- credentials with Ustream with my Facebook account. So – the next time I go to the Ustream site, it's already got me logged in under my because I'm logged into Facebook. And so there's a ton of different places you can go now with Facebook Connect and automatically log in. Now, if I, if it makes it that easy to connect, let's just say I sign up with my let's just say I get an Xbox for Christmas this year and I hook it up and I put in my login credentials with Facebook and then all of a sudden out of the 1,443 people that I'm a friend with on Facebook, it shows me all those people who also are on Xbox Live. I can just, with the click of a button, friend all those people and now I have a lot of people I could say, hey, do you?" I can challenge to them to a game because it might say, hey, so-and-so just came online and they also own you know, Mario Kart. Right. See, that's where I think this stuff becomes interesting. Well, and and now from what I'm remembering about Facebook Connect is that it's also uh, one of the ways that a lot of the different iPhone apps uh, can ask you to log in. And so it, it makes it very simple to do it that way as well. Yes. So... Well, I like I said, I don't have, I don't have an Xbox Live but um, a, account or an Xbox, but if anybody out there, when this becomes available and stuff like that, if it kind of does the things that I'm just now talking about, let me know because I'm on the fence about getting another game console, to be honest with you, and be a great gift for you know not just the kids but just for the whole family um, to, to have something new to play with and not to mention the fact that you can download HD movies and all kinds of other stuff on it. Yeah, definitely. 
Very cool. So let us know out there if you, if you get involved with any of this. What's next on our list? Twitter new lists feature finally introduces grouping. Yeah, I, I heard about this. T- tell me a little bit about it and, do, and when All will right. it work? Well, it's just announced that this feature, it's, a, it's called the, it's an alternative to the suggested user list. Um, it's called lists and it's basically that anybody is allowed to make a list of other Twitter users and then label it whatever you want to label it. Um, so it's kind of like Facebook groups, not not groups themselves, but groups of like where you label a bunch of friends as a like local or something that, like that. And then you click on local and it'll show you all those friends that you've put in that that list, that group, that personalized category of your own making. And so by doing this, um, what it's going to allow you to do is – for example, uh, say you, for example, a professional podcaster, uh, wants to list out all the people that you follow on Twitter that are related to you via podcasting specifically or who are the people that you follow uh, to get the best podcasting information. Like, for example, you'd put Father Roderick or Leo Laporte, uh, people like that in there in your you know, podca- podcast podcast. Cliff's podcast primo group or something like that. Right. And so then I, as one of your followers, or even somebody if I'm not following you, I probably could go, I can go to your account, see that you've got that list. I can even click follow all on that list. And suddenly I'm following all those people that you put in your list of those people. Follow this list. So, so this list feature, I, I, I love that. And of course, um, April in the chat room says she could make a list of all the folks I know from GSPN. Which, right, she could do the oh, ones yeah. of you know just the list that she follows, and then you could just could you just follow that list, and you wouldn't have to follow those people individually. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And so, also with that, I as the you know the the owner of GSPN TV here, the you know the the person who knows everybody's Twitter ID who happens to be a plus member, I could make a list of all plus members. Oh, that would see, that would be great because even me, I probably am not following. I'm, I mean, I'm following less than the total number of people that are our plus members altogether as it is. And I know a lot of the people I follow are not plus members, but if, if you made that list, I'd go to that list and I'd click follow. Right. And I'm going to give you everybody out there who's listening to this. I want to let you know there is a little bit that I'm going to give you a hint. If you go to twitter.com slash GSPN plus, just go. Matter of fact, let me do it right now so I can make sure I tell you the the exact steps. So here's what you do. You go to gspn.tv slash GSPN plus. And once that loads, it says something is technically wrong. Great. There it goes. Okay, so there we go. And then what you do is you go to 136 following. So we have 310 people who are plus members right now, but 136 of those people, when they registered for plus membership, they told me their Twitter ID. So if you click 136 following, or you just click the list that says following, because that number will be different between now and whenever. But if you go down through that list, it will tell you all the people who are plus members that I know their Twitter IDs. Nice. So there you go. And th- and what's really cool is it. T- you know, if you're logged in, it'll tell you if you're following them, 
And if you're not following them, there'll be a little button that says click, you know, you'll just click the button to follow them. You can just go down the list, go page by page. And that's a great way to get to know other people in the gspn.tv community. Yeah, and that's a good way to not suddenly overwhelm yourself with by following the entire list. Um, by yeah. following these people individually, yeah. look yeah. and see who they are and see if you see if you know them. Because that's part of the fun is, you know, connecting with the people you know. And then as you connect with the people you know, people they know will connect with you and so on. So Exactly. Yeah. There you go. All right. So I like that. Do we know when this list feature is going to be available? Is it going to be, it's available or is it, I think I read it wasn't available to some people now. Let's see if I can see where it says. It looks like, uh, I'm not finding it. All right. It looks like. Do, do, do. It's been announced. See, it's announced the new feature. Well. Uh, do, 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 do. By default, any list. List may complete. We f- compete with it. Okay. Update. Jason Goldman clarifies that you do not have to follow everyone that you add to the list. Oh, okay. So that's good to know. So that is, so you don't have to follow the people yourself to actually add them to the list. Does that oh, make sense? Oh, great. Yeah. So, w- which, so that means you could throw people in a list even if you're not following yeah. them. Yeah. And I, so I could make a, you know, I could make the list of people who, who are, who have the, Worst case of Twitteria. There you go. You know, uh, so I'm I'm actually on the Twitter blog page right now. Soon to soon to launch list. This was posted on September 30th. My name is Nick. Uh, we started working on this feature because of the frequent requests from people who are looking a better way to organize information on Twitter. Of course, that means not just Twitter.com, the platform. Blah blah blah. We're just doing. Okay, it says we're just doing limited testing right now. But once we've tested the feature out. We'll li- we'll launch it to all accounts. So there is a yeah. limited number of people who can already do this, and it's it's been almost two weeks since they announced it. So should be soon. Yeah, I would say soon. And it does say that it the lists are public by default, but that's kind of something you should expect if your Twitter feed is public. You know, right? Plus, it says you can make them private if you choose to. So. All right, so cool. so let's Sounds move. Great. Yeah, it does. I I like that. Um, the only thing is, is I really I I want to be able to group people. I guess this would be a great way to group people. As and and oh, I did. I think in the original article, I said that this would be. They said that this would be in the API as well. Yes. So like like our Tweety account, we should be able to go and say, okay, let's. I want to see just the at updates for people in this group or this list. So that's going to be awesome. The only then once they have the list feature, then if they could do threaded responses, so that I could respond to a specific tweet, and that actually goes in a thread of conversation, just like Facebook. Yeah, dude. I'm, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I hope, and I've not seen anything much about the new Tweety, but uh, I'm hoping as it's been submitted and should be out soon, that uh, part of that stuff's in there. That'd be nice. All right. So, what is App Wednesday? All right. Well, you you've heard of Follow Friday, where mm. people tweet out, "Hey, follow all these people I'm following, or I think are cool." And, and how do you do also, that? How do you do that? By the way, uh, with a hashtag, you put a little pound sign and then put Follow Friday, 
And then that way people can click on Follow Friday anywhere and they can see who people that they know are suggesting or people they trust are suggesting to follow. It's kind of a cool way. If you know somebody that you like on Twitter, you can see who they say to follow and maybe check those people out. Um, it's, ba- it's basically giving reference to um, and passing on the, the Twitter love. So Right. And uh, there's also one called Music Monday which is very much the same thing. It's just you know saying, hey, this is what I'm listening to. What are you listening to today on Monday? Right. So some of these things can there. Some of these things can be a little bit annoying when when everybody's just filling up your timeline with stuff that you know. Um, yeah. That gets a little out of control. But I'm I'm interested. So so Twitter unofficial. It's actually Twitter's decision to unofficially launch a, a new hashtag. Yeah, it's uh, well. They did it themselves. They started it from. They started the hap- the hashtag app Wednesday a uh, couple days ago, and uh, well, I, I guess Wednesday. Maybe it was yes. Was it yesterday? Yeah, uh, which was Wednesday as, as of this recording, at least. And which is a long hashtag, by the way. That's going to take up a lot of your 140 characters. But anyway, Twitter from the official Twitter account sent out. Help uncover all the awesome Twitter apps out there on App Wednesday. And they said, we'll kick it off with Trends Map, Seismic, and Tweet Meme. So they, they shouted out to, to those three systems, those three apps for Twitter there. And I guess it's really just to kind of gauge who and what uh, Twitter account apps are, are being used by people. So That is cool. And now I would imagine because... It's not pound Twitter app Wednesday and that it's app Wednesday. I, I'm almost willing to bet that this is going to branch out very quickly by people, so. by people who don't understand how it got started. I bet you you're going to see iPhone app. It, it, a lot of people are going to be putting links to iPhone apps. Well, to be perfectly honest, I hope it goes that way. Yeah. One of the things that's hard to find is a good app on that iPhone. Yeah. Or at least one that's good compared to something else that's similar but leaves a bad taste in your mouth, right. and then you delete. Well, hey, I'm I'm looking at our chat room here, and of course, you were talking about uh, follow the Follow Friday hashtag, and I am going back up here. It says uh, April says I followed somebody based on uh, Follow Friday, and it took me a whole day to realize that I actually knew her knew her in real life. And Tess says, that's funny. How did you actually realize it? And then April says, and let me go back up here. Her name is April. My name is April. I clicked on her website from her profile and realized that I knew an April in Florida. Then I squitted at her microscopic picture and recognized her. Uh, So (laughs) pretty awesome. Yeah. Now, that's the first time I've heard of people say, I've reconnected with somebody I already knew via Twitter. It's usually Facebook I hear those stories, but that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty interesting. All right. Yeah, that's funny. Very cool. And then of course you have one more story in our our outline here and do you want to tell them what it is? Yes. Well, it's a complete guide to Google Wave. And uh if you have not heard about that, I don't know where you've been, but uh especially because Chris and Cliff talked about it last week on this very show. While I was locked in the basement. And um, yeah, it basically is going to give you a big over. I mean, this is the most precise with screenshots and uh, 
bulleted lists of what different terms mean for Google Wave and all that that I've seen. It's on Mashable.com. The article's in the show notes and just talks about Wave robots, Wave embeds, and just other places you can go to get more information about and learn how to use Google Wave. And to be honest, looking through this, I'm just even more excited about using it and can't wait for an invite. So... Well, I'd say don't be overly excited because <laughs> si- since last week, I actually received my Google Wave invite and I loaded it up first thing yesterday morning and I it crashed my Firefox every single time I tried to load it. And finally, I, I went ahead and opened it up in Google Wave, was able to g- get it to run no problem there except for the fact that it is moving so desperately slow. So for those of us who were early adopters of Twitter, if you remember just how slow Twitter oh, ran, yeah. ran back in the early days, um, it, just imagine if it worked four or five times slower than Twitter did in the early days. That's how fast things are moving along with Wave uh, as far as you know, clicking here and then getting the response that you're, you desire. Uh, so it's it's very slow. They're very you know their servers are way over their capacity uh, right now. But with that being said, I expected it. You know it it, it is. I, I I was an early adopter of Twitter and I I stuck through it through all the fail whales and you know and and I I knew back then you know Twitter's going to be something and a lot of people said Cliff that's stupid Tw- Twitter's just stupid and I'm like Twitter's going to be something and last night Stephanie and I was watching television. And do you know what uh, it was? Gosh, uh, C or no, it was this morning. Stephanie was watching uh, CSI Miami and they mentioned Twitter in that one. You know, how'd you find out? I found out because of Twitter. You know, it's, it, I mean, so it's in every television show these days. And um, Google Wave, I believe, is, is, is the next big thing. For those who hear all this hype about how awesome it is, um, I will tell you that you're going to see it, and my my suggestion is you're going to think this is stupid. You know who who wants this? This I see no use for this. This seems like a big waste of time. It, it looks like an overglorified instant messaging thing, and it's so confusing. and And all of those things are true right now, but the potential that's there for some awesome integration into our daily lives is going to be amazing and you know when twitter first came out people people never heard of an at reply you know you know putting the at sign and then eric's name that that's something that came up after the fact you know these hashtags that's something that came up after the fact those were never even in the minds of the creators of twitter and so there's already a lot built in there's already a lot of forethought given into some amazing applications of what Google Wave can do, but it's not until the masses get in there and start building things on this, by the way, open platform, that that it's going to be really, really awesome. So, but I will tell you, um, I was not let down, but I, I will tell you, when you first get your invite, it's very underwhelming. Yeah. Very well, underwhelming. But, but you can see the potential, so... yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. So for the, let me just say, for those of you who, who are anxiously awaiting your invite, Google Wave at this point, in my opinion, is 100% unusable. It is unusable. I'm the type of person that, you know, when I get into something like this, I can sometimes say, you know what? 
I'm just going to block out the next three or four hours and just play with this thing. I was I was fully ready to devote a couple hours to Google Wave yesterday when I saw that my uh, invite had come in. And I played with it for 25 minutes in the morning. And then uh, during lunchtime, I took a couple minutes and it's like, nah, it's still not working. Uh, finally, at a, I think it was about 10 or 11 o'clock last night, I was able to get it to finally load pretty quickly in Firefox, but it was still unusable. So uh, all total, I think I try, I gave it about 45 minutes of my time yesterday, and uh, it, it's still at this point very unusable. So if, if you don't have it, don't worry about it. It, it. You know, By the time you get it, maybe it'll be working better. We got some voicemails, uh, though, about Google Wave, and so I'm going to play some of those real quick. This, right. this first one comes from Scott. Hi, Cliff. This is Scott Copperman, SHC1970, on the forums and Twitter and all those other kind of things. Uh, and I was calling about the social media Serenity show. Specifically, right now, uh, you guys are talking about the Google Wave. And my question is basically, what, what do you think the, I guess the right way to put it is talk about the viral ability <laughs> or the privacy issues of Google Wave will be, for example, Twitter is very public. Um, AIM and, and most instant messaging are very private. Even Skype, you know, the chat feature there, the conversations are really just between certain people, and you, you can't really like forward a conversation as easily as you can retweet something on Twitter. So I, I'm not too familiar with how Google Wave will work in that regard. Um, what do you think? Do you think it will be something where if you – a participate in a Google Wave, someone can take what went on in that session and can make it much more public and let it be more viral, or do you feel it will be pretty secure, closed, uh, containable conversation? All right, thanks a lot. I appreciate all the GSPN shows, and uh, I look forward to hearing an answer. Thank you. Bye. Well, Scott, thank you very much. Um, well, I, I think the answer to this question is the same as, as what I would say for Facebook and anything else. As far as can somebody take your information and put it out in public? It, um, it is very easy to do. And, you know, you, you, may, you may be very private and choose very carefully who you decide to share your information that you put onto Facebook with. You may even block, you may even set your Twitter account to be private. And, uh, you know, and only certain select few people do you allow to see what your tweets are and what you're talking about on Twitter. It takes nothing at all for somebody like myself or anybody in the world to just click one little button to grab grab a screenshot of what you've just said and then post it on my blog or to put it, you know, or to attach it in an email to a group of friends. So, yeah, it, it definitely, definitely with any form of putting something on the web understand there's no such thing as privacy yeah i mean it's almost non-existent you almost just need to assume that in any place even even out in public i mean this is even aside from social media you just need to be careful what you say whenever you say anything yes you have to have a personal pr filter for yourself at all times so that that's pretty much it. Yeah, you you need to watch what you're saying. Now, um and of course the same things with Google Docs. I mean, let's just say I'm sharing a document with you and you and I are collaborating on a project together. I mean, just you know, you you highlight everything, select all, hit control C for copy, control V for paste into an email and you're sending it off to everybody else out there. I mean, it same thing. Now, with Google Wave, 
there is the ability at this moment in time to add um, these operators or these bots and all this other stuff to, and, and I don't want to go into the terminology today, except to say that you can add these people to the wave that are not people, but they just make it available to everybody in the public. And so all of a sudden you may be sharing a wave back and forth and then all of a sudden you can just add this thing that makes it public and all of a sudden everything is now public. And I, I'm, I'm sure they're going to close some of that down and they're going to hammer all that stuff out. They've got so much work ahead of them. And like I said, at this point in time, um, I I really refuse to say anything negative about about Google Wave for the next six months. I expect a lot of bugs. I expect a lot of issues. I expect a lot of privacy concerns, a lot of, you know, functions and features that are just absolutely horrendous at this point. And in six months from now, I expect it to be, you know, running fairly smoothly. And in two years from now, I expect Google Wave to be just as popular as Twitter is today. Yeah. And you got to keep in mind, this is Google. Gmail just came out of beta very recently. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, this isn't beta. This is alpha. (laughs) <laughs> well, so, there you go. So, if you matter of fact, if you get an account, it says Google. It's got the Google Wave la- logo, and it's got a little A after it. it we are out. It is in it. It's alpha stage, so it's not even in beta yet. Yeah. So, but even even being in alpha, the potential there. Just, I mean, to be completely honest, I saw Twitter and didn't really think it was earth shaking, and I see what Google Wave looks like and what it seems to be able to be doing. And what it kind of hints at possibility wise, and I really I'm excited for the future use of it. So exactly. Yep, exactly. Here's what Amanda had to say. Hi, it's Amanda from Michigan, just calling in for the Google Wave thing. Pick me. I don't really think it sounds all that impressive, but I'd like to check it out and be proven wrong. All right, bye guys. All right, there you go. So <laughs> she's saying pick me because last week we gave away some invites, uh, some recommended or uh, invites that Chris Biting had. And by the way, just so you all know, uh, I have no invites um, because they how that worked is they gave out 100,000 invites. And those who had gotten the invites, they were allowed to invite eight people. And that way that the people who got an invite could at least invite people to interact with them because otherwise it'd be no fun. Well, um, the people who they invite don't also get eight invites because if it worked that way, then all of a sudden, I mean, you know, within um, 30 days, everybody in the world who wants one would have one. Right. So that the whole idea that this is closed. And so I, it was so funny. Of course, I'm still getting emails on a consistent basis. Cliff, do you got an invite? Can you send me an invite? (laughs) It was really weird, and, and I don't mind people asking. It doesn't bother me. Although I got this one email last night, and it's just like, what? And uh, it was an email from somebody I'd never heard of before. I even checked my email to see if we've ever exchanged email before. Never. Nothing. I have no clue who this person was. And they didn't sign their name. I mean, of course, their their name was in the signature, but they didn't even sign their name. Hey, thanks, you know, Joe, or something like that. It, it's just, this is what it says. The subject line was Google Invite. And the, the message was simply, Cliff, I would appreciate a Google invite. And then he hit send. <laughs> That's it. Wow. <laughs> I would appreciate it if you would just send that right over to me. I'm like, what? Come on. But uh, right 
You need to send him back a a bitly link to something like Rickroll or something just for the sake of that. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, I and I I even I even don't want to say this, but it's the first time in probably six months that I actually hit archive and didn't even take the time to respond. And that takes a lot for me, my friend. But I, I just like, you know, there there is absolutely no 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 relationship involved in this message. It's like, here's what I expect from you. Oh, by the way. <laughs> and there wasn't even an oh, by the way. You know, if it was like, oh, by the way, I'm so and so and I listen to your podcast, you know, or right. it's like I would appreciate an invite to Google. And I was like, yeah, archive. <laughs> moving right along <laughs> and it, that I, it, it took a lot for me to do that and now i feel bad maybe i should go back into my archived messages and respond. Well, well now you've got it archived so that in the future another request from that you can say have i ever heard from this oh this guy <laughs> oh yeah, it's right. this guy again yeah yeah you know, it's just i'm so big on relationships you know it, it's like and, and like i said if you, you know i don't mind all the people who say hey cliff do you have an extra invite do you have an extra invite that doesn't bother me at all and, and matter of fact as soon as i made it public that I have a Google and you know, that I had been received in, I expected to get the, you know, the request and, and you yeah. know, why not? And by the way, if, it, and I had already made up in my mind, it's like, okay, if I get, if I get eight Google invites, who are they going to be? And the very first people would be Eric Fisher, Andy Traub, DG Hollams. Um, you know, who else am I doing co-hosting with Chris biting? Well, Chris has already got it, but, right. uh, I, the, the, and then of course my wife and, uh, I would definitely choose the co-host of our shows because the real, the real benefit of Google Wave is going to be document collaboration. That's yeah. going to be where the that is going to that that's where I see the biggest thing, and of course that's where we could do show notes and and stuff like that, which is it, it basically would be Google Docs on steroids. Yeah. So. Anyway, so I guess I don't even need to ask. I mean, even though I already have asked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So even I didn't get one from Cliff. So don't get mad. All right, but uh, anyway, hopefully, hopefully they'll get those things out quickly. And if you're not on the list yet, go to wave.google.com and add your name to the list. And they even said, you know, hey, you can still put your name on the list. But and she said, uh, Twefany, uh, st- her name is Stephanie, but she she's Twefany on Twitter. Um. T W E P H A N I E. You can follow her Twitter account and then you'll get a little status of, you know, how things are going. She gives little updates every now and then. And what's really cool, she doesn't tweet that often. So I actually have her every time she tweets, I get an SMS message. That way if, you know, if she ever says, Hey, we just added this and it's working great now, I could I'll know to go in and check it out. Right. But anyway, she said that, you know, seriously, you're gonna be on the list for a long time. That's what she said. You know, they, they've got a lot to do to scale this baby, and uh, it, it is under some massive stress. All right, we have one more voicemail, and then, uh, Eric, I guess I'll let you get back to work today. But uh, let's see, what, what uh, did I say email or voicemail? Anyway, here's John. Hey, this is John from Houston calling for the Social Media Serenity Podcast. Hey, I just wanted to ask you my question about Google Wave. What what kind of applications as far as, you know, for the iPhone and for the iPod Touch, do you think there will be a Google Wave application? Also, um, in, in perusing through Wave, do you, do you notice that um, it's having problems with any of the um, other web browsers other than, um, you know, Google Chrome? All right, guys, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. 
All right. So, by the way, I've already I heard before. Well, first of all, I, you would have to twist my arm and hold my hand over a fire uh, to or point a gun at my head to make me use Internet Explorer in the first place. So <laughs> right. I haven't tried it there, but I've already heard that there are massive problems and it doesn't work without some special plugin. Uh, Firefox crashed a majority of the time. In fact, it was is horrible. And and when I finally got it to load last night, it was it was unusable. Um, but even Google Chrome, which I find to be an absolutely horrendous web browser in the first place, I despise Google Chrome. Uh, but even Google Chrome, which is gosh, I mean, they are the ones who they built it to work for that. Uh, even in Google Chrome, it, it's working lousy. Uh, the you want to know the best web browser for Google Wave right now? It is the iPhone Safari on the iPhone. Wow. Yep. Uh, matter of fact, when you go to wave.google.com it'll, and you type in your login credentials, um, it will immediately tell you, hey, this isn't the best browser, blah, 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 blah. And it might even appear that you can't load it. But if you if you do the finger pinch to increase the size, you can see that it says continue anyway. And it's and it's kind of like, you know, just like all the early the early days of web apps. It, it's it's actually formatted perfectly for the iPhone. They've made it uh, look really great on the iPhone, and it actually loads a little bit better. And I like the layout pretty much better on the iPhone than it what it is on on the web. So check it out. Alrighty, Eric. Anything else, my friend? Um, actually, I saw one other thing. Yeah, real quick, just today, Twitter is rumored to be in talks with Google and Microsoft to help them with their search engines. Awesome. So, uh, according to the sources familiar with the situation, Twitter is talking with them separately about striking a data mining deal so that they could, the companies could license a full free feed, full feed from Twitter that could be integrated into the results of their search engines. That is good news. Yes. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, everybody, if you want to leave us your feedback, your questions regarding Twitter, Facebook, Google Wave, anything else social media related, give us a call on our voicemail listener hotline. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The phone number, of course, is area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Again, we are putting this one out on on the free feed because we want everybody to sign up to follow at Drew from TV. And if you do that, then you will uh, help contribute at least $1 to the Livestrong Foundation. And I think if I've calculated everything here correctly we've earned a total of at least twenty dollars uh during the course of this podcast and so uh recording it live which is very very awesome and uh for those of you who are not plus members we encourage you to check out gspn.tv slash plus so you get every single episode of this podcast want to tell you about a special show that i'm going to be doing uh this afternoon called uh podcast answer man Episode number 130 is going to be probably my favorite episode of that podcast moving forward. I'm very passionate about what I'll be sharing there. And uh, if you haven't heard about Podcast Answer Man, check that out sometime. Anyway, uh, Eric, where can people find you online? 
You can find me at twitter.com slash Eric J. Fisher. That's Eric with a K. Facebook.com slash Eric J. Fisher. And you have a podcast also. Tell yes. Us a, go ahead and give a little. You got another minute left. So plug your All podcast, right. my friend. I do a podcast called WBR Show. It used to stand for We're Both Right. Now it's kind of just abbreviated for the sake of abbreviation's sake. And it's just random witty humor, we, we believe, me and my co-host Rob. Uh, we do movie, music, reviews, pop culture, television shows, lots of little funny, random karaoke funny segments. Just check it out. Go over to WBRshow.com, and uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy something you hear. Absolutely. It's a great show. He and Rob do a wonderful job. And as always, Eric, I thank you and appreciate all the hard work you do throughout the week to gather these stories. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right. All right. Talk to you all later.